You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas Third. We're them damn Indians. Talking about sellouts today and really trying to define and understand what we're talking about when we're talking about selling out Indian people. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's such a broad such a broad stroke, you gotta define, you know, what what exactly the definition is for this um, for this discussion. Yeah, and what I'm talking about is really political sellouts. What I'm talking about are Indians who get into elected positions or, you know, find themselves highly in highly appointed positions, positions of power, in positions that they can really do affect some change, positive change for Native people, and instead turn around and go with the status quo and say, oh, yeah, well, I know I carry a card, and I know I'm technically Indian, but those aren't my people. Yeah, and I mean, but how much of that really does link back to cultural, though? I mean... The way that you, I think a lot of the the pride of being Indian and being from a tribe, it it comes from a lot of those cultural activities. It comes from, you know, knowing a little bit of your language. It comes from, I I think the people who don't have as much of the culture are the ones that we see that sell out a lot more. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that the ones who don't have culture are going to automatically sell you out. It's just that those are the ones who you see a little bit more that are willing, even the ones that are that, um, you know, not to make it like a racial thing, because you see some of these Indians that are full blood Indians just don't even look a, a drop of anything else that are still so lost, that have a mentality of, you know, they they feel like what they're doing is actually better in the long run for Indians. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like a lot of the stuff that happens, even at a government level, is stuff like knocking, you know, being able to give away uh, land that has spiritual value to get oil out of it. You know, that's that's a thing that that there is a real cultural divide there that if you don't believe in the in the old ways and the spiritual, you know, the spiritual message and all that kind of stuff. Then, yeah, that 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 area means nothing to you. Chaco Canyon doesn't mean anything to you. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't care about those Indian ways and none of that shit matters to you, that money does matter. And that's what's going to, you know, and, and that on a government level, I think, is going to get you that that sellout terminology because, you know, we, we've seen it over and over from these tribes and these leaders. And a lot of them weren't even sellouts. They were a lot of these leaders were forced into into signing their, their land over. It was basically either sign all this stuff over and take this little bit of money we're going to give you or else we're just going to kill you all off and take it, you know? And so I think I think there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of that 
in some places where I think some of these tribes are backed into a corner. You know, we know of a few tribes personally that if something doesn't happen financially pretty quick, they're going to be in really bad shape. And, you know, if, if, if there's a way for a tribe to sneak around the back of everybody and get something done without everybody else knowing that's going to really benefit their tribe, give them a leg up on everybody else. There's no doubt in my mind that these tribes will stab, stab each other in the back and stab their own people in the back if it means them getting a good paycheck out of it. Well, and so when does the paycheck get to that? You know, and, and, and what I think of too, and what, I, what I'm thinking of in those terms is Kevin Stitt. He yeah. never cared about being Cherokee before no. any of that. In fact, his his heritage, they don't even know that he's really qualified to be on the Cherokee role. Yeah. And so as soon as it suited him, oh. And, 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 and on the other side of that, Indians, all they heard is, oh, well, he's Cherokee. And then, of course, it gave, you know, some of the, some of the non-natives... You know, oh well, look at me. Look at look how evolved I am. I just voted for a brown person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. And but everything that he's done since he's gotten into office has been a complete detriment to tribes. In fact, he and he alone started this pissing contest with the tribes on a no-win issue for the state. It was his, it was his wall. It was his wall, basically. So whenever Trump was, was campaigning, he campaigned so hard on this wall that he had to get it built. Didn't matter that Mexico wasn't going to pay for it or any of the rest of the bullshit that he made up. He just knew he had to get this wall built because that's what he promised during the campaign. Kevin Stitt did the same thing. He, he made an impossible promise and um, once he got into office, he was forced to try to hold up his bargain of it to try to to try to renegotiate these gaming packs. And maybe he won. Maybe it actually worked. His his little tactics are working because there's obviously a couple tribes that have already signed. Well, and again, too, I think that. In spite of the reaffirmation to solidarity to United for Oklahoma, I think tribal members everywhere are looking over their shoulders going, man, that better not be my tribe next. Are we going to be next? That better not be us next. But nobody's really going to be surprised if they are. Not really. I mean... Nothing ever surprises you in tribal politics anymore. After after you've been paying attention to it for a while and you you've seen what's happened and you know the uh, what goes on election to election, you just get you get apathetic. It's it's like 
you know, you get tired of running on the treadmill. It's I think people get to a point where they just they just are so worn out with the BS that they're just like, you know what, I'm not even gonna address it anymore. Like I can't spend any more of my energy on this today or whatever. I think there are a lot of people like that in a lot of different tribes that have, you know, really come into it with a passion and wanted to change things and do things for the tribe positively and and end up just losing your love for it because everything you try, you just you get shot back down. And, and I think there's a lot of people like that who just kind of feel like, yeah, it probably will be my tribe. Those dumbasses. <laughs> And if anybody knows what it's like to try to get involved and try to really exact change on the local level, boots on the ground level, it's this damn Indian. And it's hard and it sucks. And sometimes the machine just crushes you. Mm -hmm. But, you know. That's the the thing is trying trying to maintain that hope. But there is actually a positive. There's some kind of light at the end of the tunnel, you know, that eventually we're going to get out of this. I mean, you talk about running on the treadmill, man, I'm caught. So, like, it seems like we haven't, every time it seems like we take a step forward, we take two steps back. Hey, we got a million dollars from this tribe. We're going to buy in this city. Yay, in the city shuts down. Like, what the? Hey, we're going to build a new casino in Verdon. All right, a new casino. And then the trailer shows up. Hey, we're going to have two housing authorities, but you can't get a house from either one. Yes, indeed. But you know what? (laughs) That's not true. Somebody got a house from one of those housing authorities. It just wasn't you. Oh, yeah. You just didn't know the right strings to pull. And and, and that's that's another thing, too. I mean, and it doesn't matter what level of government you're in. You can work for a tribe and sell out to that tribal government. Oh, yeah. It has been done. I synced it. Every time that you call your kin folks or your friends or whatever and let them know that that whatever funding is in in a certain place, every time that you make it known to just certain people before you put it out public that you that you have these funds available, then you're taking advantage of the tribe. You're you're using your knowledge for the the benefit of certain people. And you could be causing some elder that really needed that funding to to not get that funding. Well, and And, that's kind of one of the things that I saw on those Kiowa pages when I'm trying to like, okay, my grandma needs help. Where does she go to get help? And it's like, well, if she doesn't really need it, she shouldn't ask for it. It's like, what do you know who needs what? Yeah. You know how Indians are. I mean, if Indians ask for help and say, hey, I need some help, then chances are they need help because Indians don't like to ask for help. Yeah. And, and so. Yeah. It's, that's good. That, that right there in itself, like that, trying to 
trying to shame your people, you know, because because they're asking for help. Like that's what that's what our tribal governments are there for. They're supposed to be there to help our people, whatever situations that they end up in, for the good of the people, for everybody. And I don't even think our tribes have any kind of like mission statement like that. You know what I mean? Like just to <laughs> what's the real point of the tribe? I mean, some of us just think the point of our tribe is just to be as just act as hoss as possible. <laughs> and sometimes it is. Sometimes that's all we got. Yeah. Sometimes it is. I mean, in that I mean, we keep on going back to the culture, but if you don't have this culture, we don't have a tribe. That's it. You know, that all that that government status and all that will go away. If there's nothing to differentiate us. Then what's the point? Yeah. The, the mo folks used to say once it's lost, it's lost. Once it's gone, it's gone. That's it. But you know, that's that's one of the things that I want to talk about in our next segment, of course, continuing our talk about sellouts today are the uh, you know, the card carrying sellouts. It's like, hey, just in general, just in society in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at the tribes who have assimilated the most the first to come in contact with the Europeans, the ones who lived with them first, the ones who, you know, were civilized. Yes. We will get into all of this in our next segment. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are indigenous. We're independent and we are them damn Indians at talk jive radio.